Hello everyone, this is just a, uh, could be a quick video, uh, FNAFier stuff, since I'm on a 5 minutes of praise high after the movie came out, and I also want to thank you guys, I, I did some looking, and it says, um, 2015, I, I was the number, I reached the top 10 of podcasters. Um, it said later in the year I reached top five of the best podcasters. And it said I also reached, uh, number one in the podcasting. And I kind of done that without you guys. Um, it means a lot. Apparently you guys like the sad song, so I guess I know what to do more of. Which is kind of cool because I just got a karaoke machine. From Walmart. It's awesome, by the way. So, uh... I'm gonna do some rock songs. Pop. Rap. And, uh, punk. I'm hoping in the future. Probably more so Five Nights at Freddy's songs. But we'll do some sad songs. Uh, Nate Wants to Battle came out with some sad songs. So I might, uh, do parodies of his songs. Acapella. So, um... I want to thank you guys for that. So first off, I want to say this. Uh, moving on. I managed to meet... Uh, well, actually, I got a phone call by accident. I forget what, who they were looking for. But uh, I got a call from a few people. And they're like, hey, is this... Uh, I think it was Tom, if I remember correctly. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not Tom. I'm... This is, uh, you're calling the House of Madness, owned by Brian Dash, host of Moonlight Madness podcast and YouTube. Uh, so, uh, well, Moonlight Madness 2.0 for YouTube, Moonlight Madness for, uh, podcast. Um, I think you got the wrong number, and they're like, wait, Brian Dash? No way, we heard about you on podcasts, listen to you all the time. And I'm like, oh, well. That was unexpected, and I mean, it was awesome. I loved it. Um, so yeah, shout out to those guys. Um, continuing though on the feminist phrase stuff, people have been asking me because they know I love Roxanne, she's my probably all time favorite over Foxy Mangle. Which, if you know me or known me from the first time Fence Phrase came out. I mean, I actually painted a pumpkin to look like Fox and Pirate Fox. When I was younger. That was before I was allowed to play the game. It was alone after. But, yeah. Roxanne came out, but you guys may not know this. When the second game was announced to be coming out, I'm like, hopefully they add a wolf in the animatronics, you know. I was hoping for that. And for the longest time, a lot of people thought Mangle was a wolf, and then fan art between her and Fox, and I said the fan art was. Do not look up fan art of Foxy Mangle. It'll take you down a very dark path. Well, not only a dark path, because the game isn't dark, but yeah, people are a little twisted in a, and fan arts usually don't lead to anything good. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a Brian Dash fan art. In fact, I might actually look that up soon, since there's a Brian Dash fan art thing. 
Okay, in some ways, I hope there is, because that'd be cool. If you guys want, you can make fan art of me. I'll even save a few of them and post, post them on my videos as covers. If you want, just make them appropriate, please. Just just please. I'm, I'm asking, please. I'm asking nicely. All right. Continuing down, uh... Like I was saying, getting off that rabbit trail because my alarm just went off and made me mad. Roxanne Wolf. Start off with her. Why did they replace Foxy the Pirate Fox, who's a male, Mangle, or aka Toy Foxy, who's female, with a female fox? I mean, sorry, female wolf, Roxanne. Well, the way I see it is, and like I said before with Mangle, um, Bite of A7. I believe Mangle was the cause of the Bite of A7. Despite Chica's voice line saying, Where's my big lodge in your forehead? Because Mangle, originally, it said the guy lost his frontal lobe. If Chica's beak is lodged in the, in the security guard Jeremy's forehead, which it doesn't show that, but it's in her voice line. If it was lodged in, her fore in his forehead, his frontal lobe would still be intact. He would never have lost it. However, it did in fact say he lost his frontal lobe. Not only that, his check is covered in blood in the game, or so it says it is. So you know what that means? It means, yes, Chica might have, you know, punctured someone's forehead, but the bite of A7, Chica, if Chica could peck him, but she couldn't bite. Freddy and Bonnie's mouth isn't big enough. Any of theirs isn't big enough, which would mean it would have to be either A. Foxy, or B, Mangle. And Mangle does lunge at you from the ceiling, and the way she, the way her teeth lunge at you, her head's twisted like sideways, which means it would be the perfect way, you know, perfect diameter to bite off the frontal lobe with the guard surviving afterwards, as it's as he's claimed to do, as Fun guy says it's um, it's amazing that the human body can survive without the frontal lobe. In the first game, he mentions that. In the first game, in the second game, is a prequel, and it takes place in the air, nineteen eighty-seven. I'm be honest with you guys, it's a coincidence because I came with the bite of eighty-seven. out of a nightmare I had before Five Nights at Freddy's. I mean, you guys my parents. They didn't allow me to watch or listen to anything Five Nights at Freddy's. At all. So I never heard of the Bite of 87. I just... I was like, you know what? 1987. That kind of was a nice retreat. And I was like, well, I heard of something called The Bite. I don't know if it took place in 1987. I think, I think it was 1983, I think is what I was thinking of. So... 
And then I heard the brother said, I'm like, okay, either Scott's going to get really mad at me or something. But then Scott, you know, doesn't comfort people. He actually inspires them to do good. So, you know, do it. Like, joy creation, all that. He inspires people to make fan games of Final Fantasy and fan characters. So I figured, you know what? Fan characters of the game, I guess. Even though... Chelsea, Dustin, Foxina, and Wolfie were all my own characters. Low personality. So, people may say they're fan made, but they're actually my characters. 1987, even though it's an accident, that's as bad as close as they can get to me saying they copy, I copied something. I'm getting way off topic here. Oh my gosh. Rewind. So, what I was saying, main goal caused by a 7, from my belief. Foxy was out of order and had some problems going on, broken jaw, and so as a glam rock fan made, fan con made, it was an appropriate one. Foxy came in with pizza for Roxanne. Roxanne was crying because people saw her as a monster. The birthday girl ran away from her own co- her own uh, party because she was horrified of Roxanne, and um. Foxy showed her, like, reports and flaws with his design and said, Is this just, uh, as Foxy said, I never fit in with the gang. Never have, and I don't think I will now. Well, sketch will be scrapped, but they need time till you and Monty are ready. So, uh, they just, instead of scrapping us, they just made gold models with a couple of silver models. You know, several plates, several models. You see, sister, you were meant to take my place. Important, Monty. <laughs> Poor bunny fellow. He was never supposed to be replaced by Monty, but ever since Afton's image was based around rabbits, they had to cut him loose. And me, well, after the bite of 87, it scared people away from Fox models, so they started replacing Fox models with Wolf models. All for the sake of the country's image, I guess. Unfortunately, they, um, Foxy and Bonnie were scrapped in the end of the comic, and Roxanne hugged Foxy. I think Foxy either saw her as a sister, a girlfriend, or a daughter. Because he was always like super duper supportive of her and everything she did. So either the best brother or romantic or father-daughterly. Uh, I see a lot of similarities between that comic and my characters, Brian, Dash, and Dashy. Which came out way before Secret Breach ever was announced. Just saying. You cannot blame that one on me. But I'm just gonna say this now. In the in the fan comic, he's technically saying, "I love you no matter what. You're awesome. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Be your own. Don't be like me. Be yourself. You're better than I'll ever be. And I want you to be more successful than I ever was." Which is kind of what Brian was inspiring Dash. You know, live a happy life. I'll always be there for you no matter what. I'll make sure you have the best childhood regardless. I may have found you in a box. Screw that. I see as my daughter and no one else can convince me otherwise. It's technically what Brian's view was. He even 
He even says, and I think one of the books I wrote, some some women from work tried to start something, but I turned them down for the sake of Dashi, which is supposed to be a very touching moment. And he, so Taylor was really saying is he, you know, left what could have happened, a man with a loving wife and his own child, for the sake of putting the best forward towards the daughter he had right then and there, Dashi. So, continuing down this little uh, theorem, they replaced Rock. They replaced all the others with Roxy because of the past with Afton's image and the bite. Why is Roxy a fan favorite? I can only answer this in one sentence. Have you seen how she looks with the green streak and the and like the bracing attire she wears? She's not that bad looking. That's one of the reasons. Also, she's freaking awesome. She plays the guitar. She's cool. She has like just like the most out there attitude, which I think is awesome. Which makes her, I guess, more or less kind of like a, either early 20s. Coming from a 22-year-old as of right now. Oh, fun fact, guys. February 10th was my birthday. I might do a birthday episode. Just saying. So if you guys want to send me a happy birthday, uh, rock and roll. That'd be awesome. Continuing though. She's either a teenager or early 20s. She has the attitude, and I love her attitude. She's, that's probably one of the reasons why she's my favorite. But Foxy and, Foxy and Mangle have always been my favorite. I actually went out of my way. I got the limited edition Foxy the Pirate, Captain Foxy, otherwise known as Glamrock Foxy, and a Mangle plush, um, which I, I like. I think it's awesome. So, there should be a cat animatron. I don't know if there is or isn't, but I hope there is. Um, some people also want to know, like, what my view is on the chicas. Honestly, I never was a big fan of any of the chicas, regardless of which one. Um, Glamrock Chica probably more so. Uh... They ask what my favorite characters are all the canine models and that and including Roxanne because she's also known in the song as the canine VIP. Um this is the best way I can actually say it, alright. So out of uh the canine models in the game would probably be Roxanne number one. It'd be a uh, Foxy Mingle tie for number two. Uh, regard of uh, probably then be Withered Foxy, uh, Phantom Mangle, Phantom Foxy, Nightmare Mangle, Nightmare Foxy. And I don't think there's any kind of malls. They then we go to uh, then we go to from to uh, Glamrock, 
So not Glamrock. Yeah, so yeah. Glamrock Foxy. Actually, scratch that. Glamrock Foxy would be right below Roxanne, so... Yeah, knock the other ones down a peg. Foxy may be able to type for number three and so on and so forth. All the way down. And then it'll probably be Funtime Foxy and then... Lobit. Lobit or is it Lobit? It's a little bit, but I was I grew up calling her a little bit. So it'll be a little bit. And uh is there any other canines? Hold on one sec. Uh, I guess Rockstar. Then Rockstar Foxy. I don't know if there's Rockstar Mingle or not. Honestly, uh Toy Foxy, because I'm counting her as the first version of Mangle. Which would have been number three, so I guess she'll tie regular Mangle and, and uh, Foxy. Toy Foxy will tie them all for number three. Uh, Twisted and, and uh, I guess I'm putting the uh, putting the book series in here. Uh, then I have to be probably uh, Twisted Wolf because I absolutely adore Twisted Wolf. He's awesome. There hasn't really been a Fox model I never liked. I like them all. The Fox and Wolf models, there really wasn't one I didn't like. Jump scare or not. Continuing, uh... Here's a little theory for you. A game theory. I'm joking. I'm not MatPat. Shout out to MatPat, though, by the way. This one leads a little, uh... A little thing going on. Okay? About the movie series. This is kind of a movie review. I absolutely love the movie. The movie was well worth the wait. In my personal opinion. There's just one problem. It's the eyes when they turn red. And instead of, you know. Instead of like black with white pupils. Also, I expected purple guy or William Afton. Even though he is technically in a spring trap suit, I expect him more so to be into like a purple security guard uniform. I think it follows more towards the books, if you my true opinion, that movie does. But I really wish there was a. Vanessa being his daughter, I honestly kind of thought that it would be his long lost daughter or if he adopted a child. I didn't expect Vanessa. To literally be his biological daughter, in a sense, but that's kind of cool. They signed up for three movies, so I have seen a trailer, I think, or or like a little snippet of what's supposed to be the second movie, which they're already making, apparently. And Mark Plus will be in it, but apparently William Afton said, or I heard his voice say, I think it's time you know about your true family. I think he said some. He also said this though. You know nothing about your real father. Which means. Mike Smith. Could be Michael Afton. There's a high possibility that Mike Smith. And Michael Afton. In the movie. Since. Is one the same. And Avi. I don't know, maybe Abby's his 
stepsister or something. But what if Abby is supposed to represent Elizabeth Afton? Because I think Chica was about to put Abby in a circus baby suit. Which means the suit that killed Elizabeth Afton could have been used on Abby, which could mean Abby's true name is Elizabeth, which means could be Elizabeth Afton. What if Elizabeth Afton, Mike's brother, and Abby, that's boy, boy, girl, Boy, boy, girl. Evan. Michael. And Elizabeth. What if they're all Aftons? What if they are all Afton? It's all part of the Afton family. I mean, granted, they have a terrible track record. It's There's no saying what happened to Mike's Mike, Afton, Evan and Elizabeth Afton's mom. Some say she died in a car crash. Some say that, um, yeah, she was taken out by her uh, husband, aka William, and put into the ballerina Ballora suit, or that she just flat left him. Okay. Evan, due to a prank on wrong by his brother, died by getting bit in 1983 by Fred Bear. Elizabeth disobeyed her father blatantly and got scooped by a circus baby, or the collar grabbed her and pulled her in, which I'm realizing is horrifying. Mike Afton was trying to right the wrongs his deadbeat dad made. And technically he got scooped and now he's turned purple because he has no eternal organs. He's more or less a robot now, if anything. Or half robot. And then good old William Bill Afton boy over here. That wonderful fella. Took out a lot of kids to try to bring his children back. That didn't work out. So what did he do? He escaped prison. Or was like, go. That's still unclear. Hid in a decaying pizzeria to destroy the animatronics that he made and out of anger or whatever. Ghost haunted him. He freaked out. He ran. He hid in a spring lock suit in a leaky room. Water makes it out of function and makes it close and kill the guy inside. Good choice. You're such a smart guy. old, Good old William Afton. And what happened? He died. He'd been crushedified. And then later on, it said he somehow still survived. And not because his soul was stuck, just because his body was still, he still survived and somehow he got the suit. Thus, he created Dave. I don't know either. But we'll have to see where the movies go. What I'm trying to say is that's my theories of what's going on. There's probably more theories 
this is very unscripted too, so, yeah. But the thing is, is once the other three movies come out, so other two movies come out, and if they don't make more of them, and if more games come out to reveal the lore, might find with me, Mad Pat, and all your other game theorists out there and movie theorists, if we all work together, we can find out the secret, all the secrets, to Five Nights at Freddy's. And Scott, my my friend, Mr. Cawthon, if you're listening, and if you're still looking for, you know, people to fit even an extra role, like some weird bystander who's blurry in the background, and you're still looking for people to do it, I'll do it, my friend. If you, I'll do it for free. To support you and my, and probably one of my favorite franchises. If you, if you want, to add me, then uh, hit me up, bro. If you're from another country or another state, just I don't know, send a driver or uh, send me a air ticket, airline ticket. Springfield, Missouri. If you're near Walmart on East Independence on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Sorry, yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Any of those times, if you're near there, come in after 2 to the GM door near, uh, I'll look for the guy's name tag that says B-L-A-K-E, and he'll give me the airline ticket. I know him very well. So if you want, you can drop it off of them. Anyway. Apart from my hopes and dreams. Or, well, not really dreams. But hopes of Scott, for some reason, seeing this podcast and saying, I'll take him on his offer. Apart from that, that's all I got so far. And I want to thank you guys again for what you did. That meant a lot to me. Of you guys stick with me through the thing. I want to give a shout out to guy from Wolf Brothers. He's been listening to me ever since I first opened my podcast up five year, almost five years ago. Um, and he actually started his podcast because of me, uh, Wolf Brothers. And even when me and him hated each other and had a fallout, he still listened to my videos. And now me and me and him patch things up. It's back like it used to be. And it's just... It's amazing. I'm trying to do some more Dashy eventually. I, I miss... I miss, miss the, my fantasy daughter, if you will. If I ever do get married and have a daughter, that's what I want my daughter to be like. It's like Dashy. Where they support each other and they love each other. I took in a lot of things from... Well, I wrote the stories of Dashi. I don't know how I got that those ideas for the kind of father Brian would be, but I learned lessons from that story, and I found out that's the father that I want to be if I get married. It's one that supports and pours his soul out to his daughter and does everything he can to give her the best childhood imaginable. I love my dad a lot and uh, my mom a lot, 
but I didn't spend near much time with my dad as I probably should have. I could have spent more time and we could have been closer. So I want to, and even though I love my dad, we still aren't as close as we used to be or as we are or could have been. So I want to do my best to uh, try to, with my kids, try to build a relationship closer with them. Again, I'm I, again. I love my dad to death. I love my dad greatly. He's awesome, but I just wish I had more of a relationship with him. And it's not too late. Um, it's a two-way street, and I'm partially to blame for us not being as close as we could have been. But again, it's not too late. We still got time and chances with each other, so. I'm willing to give it a shot. You know, we meet halfway. I put in 50, he puts in 50. It'd be awesome. Again, it's someone's fault. I'm not saying that me and him are on bad terms. I just wish me and dad had more. That's one thing I'm a little upset about me moving on is I can't spend as much time with my mom and dad as I can, but um, I'm trying to do the best I can. Anyway, uh, thank you for watching this video. If you like to remember, press the button for boss. It's always half out of the round. Psh, psh. Thank you so much for watching. Of course, if you like this video, leave a like, subscribe, and a great big, great big fat thumbs up. That'd be greatly appreciated. And of course, everyone, look into the shadows because this will just change one. Thank you for watching, everyone. I love you all, and have a wonderful, good night. Even though it's like 10.55 in the morning, a.m. But have a good night either way. It's night somewhere in the world or just, I don't know, watch this at night. If you're right now, we watch it at night. There you go. Or if you don't want to, then uh, good night in advance. Thank you and have a wonderful night. Thank you. Good night. And of course, if you have dreams, remember to reach for the stars. The stars limit, guys. The stars limit. Look at the shadows, because this will change one. If you remember this, baby, do not worry, because I'm working with the fiction addiction. And of course, remember, keep your eyes peeled out there, because the menace never ends. Thank you, and good night. And we have to do the howl, of course. Thank you, and good night.